What are the secrets of those extraordinary individuals that have achieved extraordinary success? Listen to their stories, discover their knowledge bursts, make those connections. Get ready. It's time to start moving forward. Hey, John Lim here. We've got an amazing episode today. We're moving forward today with Nicole Benham. Nicole is an accomplished journalist and co-founder of beyondtheinterview.com. It's an incredible website that covers everything from issues in healthcare, gender, wellness, business, and more. The goal is to get beyond the pictures, beyond the gossip, and discover the human experience behind it all. Nicole, how are you today? I'm good, John. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Before we get started, I've got to thank you for two big things that have helped me move forward. Last fall, you contacted me and connected me with an amazing individual, Sandy Grigsby, who we had on to kick off this season, episode 150. What an extraordinary individual. And I'm so grateful to you for reaching out and for making that introduction. Of course. The second thing I want to thank you for, Nicole, I've been following your work since we've connected. And I have to tell you, I am so impressed with the work that you're doing at Beyond the Interview that it has really challenged me to up my game as a podcaster. And so I want to thank you for both of those things. You've actually inspired me to move forward. Thank you so much, John. It's so funny because I actually knew who you were before you knew who I was. <laughs> I reached out to you. So yes. uh, so I'm actually so inspired by what you do. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, that coming from you, that just that means so much. But Nicole, I'm really excited to have you on the show because I really want to learn more about you and your story as our listeners do. So Nicole, tell us about yourself and a little bit of your journey. Okay, so I'll give you my background. In college, I got accepted as a journalism major, but everyone told me there's no money in it. So I switched my major to PR. Mm -hmm. When I graduated, I started writing a little bit for the Jewish Journal, and then I tried to start my own PR firm. I thought it was going well in the beginning, but ultimately it failed. Mm -hmm. So then I went back and freelanced as a writer. I also tried to become a TV host. I didn't feel I was bubbly enough, but... uh, I went back to writing and then agreed to do red carpet interviews for the Hollywood reporter. Yes. And I, I also started writing for them after that I left again. Cause I was like, I need to make more money. Mm-hmm. I went into, <laughs> I went into digital marketing as a copywriter for small businesses and that, that made pretty good money, but I missed interviewing people and talking yeah. to them. I'm very, very curious about people. So about a year ago, I met my business partner, Mari, and we launched Beyond the Interview five months later. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, and I have to ask you, I mean, I think the the branding is so powerful. I mean, how did you and your business partner come up with Beyond the Interview? Okay. So I came up with the name on my own, but I hadn't touched it, meaning I hadn't moved forward with it. Like it was just sitting there as a domain and I didn't Mm -hmm. know what to do with it. And when I met Mari, she had so many ideas and so many passions that I was like, you know what, we should team up and do this together. And I remember uh, we were sitting down together and we were talking about how everybody else in the industry has some sort of expertise. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure you you probably interviewed like lifestyle experts, right. tech experts. There's so many. And I was sitting there. I'm like, Mari, what kind of experts are we? And we looked at each other and one of us said, well, we don't know 
I don't. I mean, we don't know shit. I don't want to say the word <laughs> on your know, podcast. It's totally fine. <laughs> we'll just use the e tag on it. That's totally fine. I want you yeah. to be yourself. So thank yeah. you. <laughs> I mean, not that I cuss all the time. I, we just wanted a powerful. Actually, it, it is a very powerful tag that you have on the website. And so let, let me ask you, Nicole, I mean, how did you feel? Was it was it scary? Was it empowering to basically put that right out there? You mean that specific slogan? Yeah. Yeah, but only because I, I grew up in a very conservative family. So I think that's what it was. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it was more, oh, my, what are, what are my parents going to think, you know? <laughs> and, and what did they think? My mom's like, do you really need to use that word? I'm like, mom, yes, we're young. People listen when you write that stuff. So that's how we felt. I absolutely love it. I I think that is so powerful because you're you're starting from a place of truth. Now, how did that impact the way the the business grew, the, the site grew? And in terms of connecting with all the amazing people that you've been able to interview? I think... What it did was it gave us the freedom to talk to whoever we wanted to. And I didn't have that before because I always thought, you know, I had to be connected to some kind of outlet to be able to reach out to someone and interview them. And then it was like, oh, suddenly I have my own outlet. Now I can talk to whoever I want. I can reach out. I can reach out to anybody. And and the response has been so great. There were some disappointments, like Jim Gaffigan agreed to do an interview and then he backed out. I'm not sure if you're familiar. He's yes. a like, yeah, famous comedian. So it just gave me the freedom. It gave us the freedom to speak to whoever we wanted to and ask what we wanted to. Yeah, I love it. And I think it is so empowering. And this is something that I've talked about with other guests. And and I want to import on moving forward listeners that you can create your own media. I mean, we're in a day and age where you can be empowered to do so to have that voice and to connect with whoever you want. And I love that that's what your story is embodying. So that is really powerful. So Nicole, this leads me into my next question. So at the heart of it, what is your big why? Okay, first I'll talk about me uh, and what I want to do, and then I'll talk about the online magazine, so I'll do it separately. Absolutely. So what I want to do is I want to give people the microphone metaphorically. I want to give people context to their stories, if that makes sense. Like, I know there are a million arenas where people can come together and say, me too. It's not just sexual assault. Right. You know, we ha- we have to make information and news accessible and easy and insightful and not so complicated. Like not everyone reads the news, news, yeah. you know, especially kids like they're sitting there making slime and watching makeup tutorials these days. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a way to get their attention. And I'm trying to figure out what that is so we can have some kind of positive influence. Yeah. And then for beyond the interview, we we interview people who are either experts in their field, like doctors researchers, insurance brokers, lawyers, etc. But we also interview people who we believe are experts through experience. And a good example of that is like a meth addict who went to rehab, relapsed several times and finally quit cold turkey and started his or her own company. That person probably has a lot more insight than the psychiatrist who evaluated them. Yeah, and that's just a fact. Absolutely. Now, I think that is absolutely amazing. So Nicole, that is quite a big why that you have for both yourself and for the company. So in 2018, as we're talking today, what would you say is your biggest challenge that you face in achieving your big why? 
For the website, I think the biggest challenge is making sure that Beyond the Interview is unique. Because as you said, anyone can be a media platform. And so many people are because there are blogs too. You know, it's yes. not just it's not just journalists anymore. So we we try to make sure that we ask relevant questions to people who can give different perspectives from what we're used to hearing. Um, and to be honest, it's also a challenge that we haven't really figured out exactly where it is we fit in because Mari and I have such a broad range of interests. Like we're an online magazine, but it's not like we just want to stick to a couple of subjects. Yeah. I like writing about I like writing about social issues, health and wellness, entertainment, coming of age stories, books, documentaries. I'm a consumer of so many different mediums. Absolutely. So, right? So it's a little bit it's a little bit hard to decide who I want to talk to, uh, what sections I want to add to the site, what sections Mari wants to add. It's it that's the hardest part. Oh yeah, I totally understand it and I went through a similar experience when I started moving forward and it's evolved over time so I think what you're speaking to is really really important and I'm glad you're sharing that today so Nicole where would you say you are today in tackling this challenge and what are some of the the ways that you're kind of approaching it to move forward when we do interviews and talk to people uh, I try not to I try not to allow the conversation to get predictable like I make it uncomfortable sometimes or I'll open out, up about something personal because then the person feels a little weird and vulnerable around me and I let them know that's okay and that gets them to open up and makes the, their story a little different on my medium. So I, I always like to contextualize people's pain, people's joy and the lessons they want other people to learn. I always dig deeper. If someone says something to me like, I learned from my dad that simplicity is key. I'll say to them, how'd you learn that? Uh, where were you when he said that? What experience brought him to that conclusion? Because you hear so many quotes and so many short snippets, snippets of things that happen, but they usually fly under the radar because they aren't contextualized. And I want to know the story behind everything. I want to know where you were, what you were feeling, how you came to this realization, and then I'll remember what you said about what you learned and what you're trying to teach future generations. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And here's my question to you, Nicole. So what have you learned about yourself as you've been asking these questions, as you've been digging and really trying to contextualize what people are telling you? Honestly, I learned how emotional and empathetic I am because sometimes when people tell me things, a lot of people have experienced a lot of pain and we don't realize that. Yeah. I mean, you, and maybe you do because you interview people for a living, but a lot of people, a lot of people have experienced a lot of pain. And when they share that with me, sometimes I get emotional with them. And that's kind of why I, I didn't start by doing on camera interviews. Maybe I should. Maybe it's okay for me to get emotional on camera with them. I don't know. And I might start doing that, but I actually really like, I'll start crying with someone. So I learned that about myself, how empathetic I really, really am. It's amazing because I've had guests open up to me about traumatic incidences that, that have happened in their lives. And it always kind of blows me away that when they tell me this is the first time I'm sharing it. And right? it's, it's really, really humbling to have someone just go to that level and really open up like that. I mean, is this something you ever anticipated when you started Beyond the Interview? Yes and no. I guess I anticipated it with people that 
I, I sort of knew, but not not with everybody. And yeah. I think what I think what surprised me the most, and I'm sure you've noticed this too, is that the strongest people have experienced so much trauma. Oh, absolutely. I, I think I've observed that in a lot of my guests as well. And I mean, is there anything that you can share with our listeners in terms of that? Because I think that's hitting a very important point that some of the strongest people that you will meet have gone through some of the most difficult moments in their lives. I mean, Sandy came on my show and she is one of the strongest people that I think I know today. I can say that with full confidence, mm-hmm. but she's gone through so much trauma and she shared that on uh, our interview. So share with our listeners, if you will, what do you think leads a person who's gone through so much pain and trauma to be able to find that level of strength so that they can really be their best selves? I think uh, each and every one of them reaches a breaking point where they say to themselves, no, I won't take it anymore. Until then, they're not, they don't become that strong person. In Sandy's case, I mean, even in Oprah's case, I think at some point, you just think to yourself, where do I get out of this? Where do I have the power to make a change for myself? And then that quest leads them to a bunch of realizations. And then it leads them to take steps to becoming the person they want to be. And they do it with such tenacity. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, Nicole, let me ask you, I mean, because I'm really curious, because I learn from you, as well as it learned from your content. So when you're interviewing someone, do you ever hit a wall of resistance when you are trying to go to that deeper level? Sometimes people do resist, but that's, those are usually people who, one, haven't opened up yet about it, or two, we're interviewing them about their company, too, and they kind of don't want to tie in you know, a personal story, yeah. and they want to make it more about their company, which we understand because we're interviewing them about that, too, but they don't want to go into, you know, oh, my mom used to abuse me as a child. They don't want to talk about that. That's a wall of resistance. And, and they'll tell me off the record, but they, they make it clear, like, I'm not ready to share this with the world. And that's fine. Not, not everybody wants to share everything with everyone. And I understand that too. There are some people, however, who do realize the power of a shared experience when, you know, like the Me Too movement, where, Someone came forward and it created this ripple effect and everyone else is like, hey, this happened to me too. So there's power in that, but not everybody wants to share. Yeah, absolutely. I do find it interesting, though, that people do open up to you, whether it's online or offline. And so I think that really speaks to you as you know, more than just as an interviewer, more than just as a journalist, but just as a human being that someone will open up to you, even if they don't feel quite ready yet to put it on air. So that's a Mm -hmm. real credit to you, Nicole. I mean, that's a a really amazing big why and you are impacting people before you even get on the interview itself. Thank you, John. Well, Nicole, are you ready for the knowledge burst session? I'm ready. All right, let's do it. Super excited to have you on the show. Super excited to kind of have you share some tools and tips that can help our listeners move forward. So, Nicole, this is going to be a tough one because I know you love to consume media. So I was wondering if you could share with our listeners, do you have a inspirational source 
that has helped you move forward this year. It could be a book, a favorite book. It could be a favorite blog. It could be a favorite song, or it could be something completely out of the box. Your choice. Yes, and he's so popular, but... Um, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk. Absolutely. I think we're both following him on Instagram <laughs> and liking everything he posts. So. His clips and podcasts, I'm a diehard fan of. Yeah. Like, I know they're a little aggressive and, and people, you know, sometimes it's a little too harsh for people. I know I've, I've heard that from people, but I think Gary V is what I needed in my life since childhood yeah, like i think i can say the same <laughs> right everything he says he's like why do you care what people think go do this go do that sometimes in his clips he's even like why are you watching this go work go hustle <laughs> and i'm like i'm like oh my god i gotta turn off my phone right now <laughs> you know my favorite uh, thing about gary v is that he is he is the anti reader he says i don't become an entrepreneur by reading i do it but and yet I've read two of his books and they're amazing. So I always right? find that ironic. <laughs> I know. You know what I think is going on over there? I think I'm not saying he has a ghostwriter write his books. I think he verbally tells them what to write and they're they're sitting there typing it out for yeah, him. I, I think what comes to his mind? Yes. I mean, he clearly those are his uh, those are his specific words, but I just don't think he physically sits there and writes because he's a machine when he speaks. Absolutely. And, and it would make perfect sense for him to to really be dictating and having the book transcribed. Either that or hire a ghostwriter who really knows his mind very well. Yes. So. Yes. Great share. I love Gary V and I think that's a great one for moving forward listeners. Nicole, I'm excited to ask you, as someone who is building a business, building a brand, and doing so many different things, do you have a favorite tool, one that is completely necessary for your life? It could be a favorite app, website, or it could be a practice that you have. You know, I've had people talk about meditation or lists, pen and paper. Pick one and share with our listeners how it's been a real life changer for you. Okay. I'll give you two. Awesome. One, one is Quora, the app, or just Quora.com. Um, I always get ideas from other people's yeah. questions because people ask the most bizarre things <laughs> on there. And you can, John, you can see what kind of response it gets. So I'm like, oh, this one's pretty popular. Maybe I should, you know, like right now, for some reason, there are so many questions about narcissists. Is my boyfriend a narcissist? He does this. <laughs> or like... I don't even know. And I'm reading this stuff and I'm like, wow, people are really curious about this yeah. subject. I want to go interview a psychologist about narcissists. So that's on my list. And it helps me get creative. That website, I don't know what it is. Their their forums are really strong. Absolutely. Um, another game changer for us was Adobe Spark Post. Oh. It's an yeah, it's an app that helps you create customizable posts for social media, and they have the best templates. You can make like cute invites, you can make Facebook cover photos, Instagram stories, and they'll resize it to fit whatever you're looking to make. Like if you right now wanted to make uh, an Instagram story for one of your moving forward podcasts, you can just create it with one of their templates and it looks so professional and clean. I love it. Uh, and once again, Nicole, you're giving me more ways to move forward. So absolutely <laughs> love it. And here I'm excited to ask you. So what is one small activity or choice you're making today to move forward? It's funny because you just said it two minutes ago, but I physically handwrite my to do list and it helps me so much. I don't know what 
I don't know what it is. <laughs> if I type it out, I don't have that visceral connection to it yeah. where I can like, where, you know, I create a, I make a little box next to the words and then check it off. Like that gives me satisfaction. It makes me, it's like a reward, that check mark, yeah. you know? So I don't get to do that on the computer. I need to write it down. <laughs> and uh, would you mind sharing with Moving Forward listeners one item that is on your to-do list today? Yeah, I want to pitch another story to Vice. I love and then it. I also I also have to edit a video that we did about uh, this girl who did a documentary on medical clowns. Wow. Wow, that is quite a to-do list, Nicole. Those, that that's just awesome. two of them. That's no wonder why you like writing it down. You've got such exciting things to write. I absolutely <laughs> love it. You. Great knowledge burst. Moving forward, listeners, I think you got about four or five there. Hey, Moving Forward listeners, you can find links to many of the books and resources mentioned by today's guest, along with offers to try out Audible and Amazon Prime. These are affiliate links for which I receive a small commission, which helps the podcast and is greatly appreciated. You can find these on the write-up for today's episode at bemovingforward.com. Well, Nicole, ready to do a little time travel? Mm-hmm. We're going to step into a time machine. We're setting the date for five years from today. You're going to step out and meet your future self. Tell me, who is Nicole five years from today? I want to have successfully used my voice and my platform to speak on issues that interest me and, of, of course, continue that. I want to have inspired change in someone's life through my writing, mm. through my questions, and by really finding people who share stories that others can relate to, because that's the only pe- that's the only way people will feel less pain in their personal struggles and just more inspiration in life. I think I want to start some kind of movement for kids and teenagers where it becomes cool to read and be curious and listen to podcasts instead of a world where it's cool to do drugs or focus on being pretty and popular in high school. I think we spend way too much time worrying about what other people think of us. I know I did. And now we're all trying to unlearn everything we once thought was right. I don't want that for my kids or anyone else's kids. Not that I have kids or even a husband yet, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, that's not what I want for the children of the future. I want less shame, more vulnerability, more acceptance, more unity. I want to help create that at early stages of people's lives so that they don't have to spend all their time trying to repair all the damage so they can just live. I know that wasn't necessarily about me, but I want to be a part of that. I, I think... Ultimately, I want to be a commentator on social issues, either on panels or on the news or as a guest speaker somewhere, or hopefully maybe one day write a book that will help parents of young kids understand uh, how to communicate effectively with them. You know, maybe the book will have memes in it. I don't know. Yeah, I love it. And we'll probably know in less than five years. I absolutely love it. Nicole, I'm actually going to ask you one more question. I only ask this, you know, every so often, but I'm so... I'm so inspired by what you're sharing today. What do you think is one piece of advice that future Nicole would give you today to get to that place that you're seeking? It's so funny you ask that because sometimes, okay, this is another habit that I think other people should take on. Please share. But sometimes I write letters to my old self based based on the struggles I've been through and then I will give advice to my younger self. I love it. So it's funny. It's funny that you asked that. I I think, and I mentioned this before, I think I grew up in a very, very insular community where everyone knew each other. Mm-hmm. And advice that I would 
give would be don't care what people think, care how they feel. Mm. As long as you're not yeah. hurting anyone's feelings and you're you're being a good person, you shouldn't care what people think. Like, so what if you try something and they make fun of you? They do it to everyone. People talk about everyone. Look at gossip columns. Yeah. If you're if you're gonna put yourself out there, people are gonna talk about you, and some of them aren't gonna say nice things. That goes for everyone. Yeah, absolutely. That goes for everyone. Yeah. Like I know people who don't like Oprah. Yeah. So you think she stops what she's doing? No. Yeah, I think that is such powerful advice, and it's great advice. It's advice that you can start taking today, moving forward, listeners. I love it. Be mindful of what other people feel, not what they think. I think that is such great advice, Nicole, not only to your present self, but for our moving forward listeners as well. Well, Nicole, how can our listeners connect with you and learn about all the phenomenal work that you're doing? Well, of course, the website is beyondtheinterview.com, spelled just the way it sounds. On Instagram, I'm at N-I-C-C-C-B. On Twitter, I'm Nicole Benham. And I, I tell people this on the phone all the time. I spell out my name. <laughs> my name has no H in it, so it's N-I-C-O-L-E, and then it's B like boy, E-H like Henry, N like Nancy, A, M like Mary. On email, you can reach me at editor at beyondtheinterview.com, and on Facebook and LinkedIn, it's just my name, Nicole Benham. And we'll have all of that linked in the write-up. Well, Nicole, I would love to have you close out the show, so share some parting wisdom with our Moving Forward listeners. I was thinking about this. I think people should know... The weird thing about journalism and mostly blogging really is that people can write whatever they want. And that means they can write any headline, find the data to support their narrative or claim, and suddenly a bunch of people will take it as fact. So I do try to write without bias, but I also try to read without being so gullible. So you have to be a critical reader. And I think that's very important to know if you're going to be a consumer of anything being delivered on the internet. I think something else that I learned this year, your work ethic will impress you if you finally decide to do something you love. I remember I was working for uh, a digital marketing firm. I did okay, but I definitely didn't have the self-discipline the way I do now. Like my encouragement back then was a death stare from my boss. Now I'm so excited to go through my to-do list and do work that actually makes me happy. It, it keeps me going. And so my work ethic is stronger because I love what I do. I think that is great advice. And it calls right back to that amazing to-do list that you have. And I think that's great, great wisdom for moving forward listeners. What's on your to-do list? Is it something that is being dictated to you by someone who's giving you a death stare? Or is it something that excites you? It should be the latter. I mean, because we get one go around and I'm so glad that Nicole has illustrated that so beautifully today. Nicole, I want to thank you so much. It's been an honor and a privilege having you on the show to share your story and some amazing knowledge bursts so that our listeners can be inspired to move forward. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me, John. Even answering this, these questions helps me. Oh, well, thank you. That means a lot, Nicole. And check it out one more time, bemovingforward.com. Follow us on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, at bemovingforward. Join us next Tuesday for another extraordinary guest. Have a great week and remember, always be moving forward. Now it's time for you to move forward and unlock the extraordinary in you. Moving Forward is produced by John Lim and Bali Solutions, LLC. All rights reserved.